Hey guys, it's your host, your boy, George Mackay. Today's episode was brought to you by our official sponsor, Ray Bernardo of Road Sport Chrysler. This man has been in the auto business for 25 years. Everyone that has gone to see him has saved money on every single car deal that he's made. But more than ever now, in these uncertain times, he's doing more than that. If you've got lease and financing options that are too high, give him a call. If you've got auto repairs that you just can't afford, give him a call. Ray's reaching out to give back, and he's doing that because of 25 years of experience. So be sure to give Ray and his team a call, 888-656-3013. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. Road Sport, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Don't overpay, buy from Ray. Now the official sponsor of Straight Talk Wrestling. What's going on, guys? Your host, your boy, George McKay, back again, pre-recorded as I always do. And I'm doing a Zoom interview, so in about three seconds, you're gonna be able to see the man on the screen, but let me not waste any time. Please help me welcome back to Straight Talk Wrestling, Frankie the Beast King. Hello, Georgie. How you doing, man? I'm good, brother. I'm good, man. Glad to talk to you again. Um, yeah, it was fun. It was I was hoping we could do that again. Absolutely, dude. The last one we did was fantastic. Very well received. Um, a lot of people really appreciated how real and emotional the interview got, especially near the end when we were talking about what you were looking forward to in terms of a TV run and how you helped how you thought you could help carry an organization. And then um, the sad part about it is three months later, COVID hit and the world just stopped. Yeah. 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 Still, well, we, I I guess I could could complain as much as I want, but it's not going to change anything. You see a lot of people on social media and a lot of people you have conversations with bitching, moaning, whining, complaining. Fact is it's, it's right there. There's nothing that we can do to change it, and we have to adapt. I see so many people just like going against the COVID rules for the sake of feeling that they stand for something. People that are against the mask, people that are against uh, regulations that are put on. I'm, I'm all about defying the authority, in all honesty, but it concerns everyone's health. I see all the people that are stuck in their houses and can't move and can't go anywhere, and it's been, what, six months. And these people won't be able to do anything with their lives and as for the little time that they have left because some fucking fools and morons want to feel like they can fight authority and fight regulation. I think that really fucking sucks. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, I, I live in Ontario. It's a hot yeah. spot, especially where I live right in Brampton. I know you are out in Quebec, and for a while there, Quebec had really, really high numbers. Now, mind you, oh, the, yeah, we did. <clears throat> the fact and the fiction, and everybody talking about the conspiracy theories in the media, everybody saying the numbers aren't 100% COVID. It is what it is at this point. Let's just all be safe. Let's follow the regulations. I'm not a big fan of the masks, but I need it to protect Neither myself I, but I will. and my kids. And I know I, you're I, the same. I, I, don't, I hate wearing the mask, but I'll do it because I have to. Mm-hmm. To, to, to make sure that hey, does it work? Does it does it not work? I mean, if it can help, why would I argue with it? If it's that one little step, that that one little thing that I have to do to make sure that the virus itself does not get spread around even more than it is, I'll wear the mask. Some people that I know. I have very dear people to them that have died because of COVID. And then I'm going to go to their face and go, I just don't want to wear a mask. That's fucking bullshit. 
selfishness is what it is. Anybody that would go ahead and do that, it's just selfish and stupid. It's a hundred. Absolutely. So here in Ontario, at least, uh, we're starting to get, uh, it's winding down. It's tail end of summer, obviously, but we're doing, we're opening up and parking lot shows are happening. Wrestling. I know. I've I've seen that. And that's great. That's, that's awesome. Um, I know, um, my good friend, I, I, I saw through his, uh, social media feed, Josh, Josh Alexander and Ethan, page have word shows in in ontario and i'm glad that they were able to such well such talented guys as these guys uh you know they need to put their craft on for everyone to see um so it's hasn't been the case down here in quebec i um there's been talks about combat sports being regulated and being robbed back so people can you know train and whatnot I, but here in Quebec, I don't know if it's the same for you. Yeah, you Ontario. I don't know. Back in the day, there was the licenses that we that we was registered by the government. It's not the case in Quebec. In, in Quebec, we um, it's it's looked upon as I. It's not registered by any form of government, by any organization or whatnot. So they'll stick with within the realms of like musical shows and other spectacles of that kind. So regulation is not even close to being brought upon for our business. And it's, I, again, could bitch and moan and complain and whine about it, but I'll, I'm just waiting for things to pull through. And you, you just have to be patient. Patience is the key right now. But on the plus side, and would you not agree with me in this question, that the time you've had off to heal, to get healthy, to kind of fix maybe some of those small injuries that might have been plaguing you. Every wrestler's got them. Has that not been beneficial for you? Um, I guess it has. But as weird as it might sound, um, your body gets used to the rhythm of being in the ring and whatnot on a regular basis. And it's used to the abuse. It's used to a certain level of pain that you have to pull through. As far well, in my case, anyway, uh, and uh, now the injuries, some of my injuries per se and my aches and pains are just constantly there and my body's not used to dealing with them as much through physical effort. So I feel like, like an old man, basically. I am old. I had my birthday too, like last week and I... I'm an old bastard. Um, no, I'm not that old, but i older than most of the guys that would be on the show. Um, and there's some, like, I'm having problems. No, I'm having problems with my hands. I don't know if it's, I got to go get it checked out with my doctor because I'm having a hard time with my fingers and my joints. And it's like, I'm, there's, there's a few moments in the day. It's, it's really a old man's problem because if it's, if it gets too humid out there, I have a hard time bending my fingers and all that time. So, and I'd never had a problem with it if I was wrestling on a regular basis. So it's, but my, my back has gotten better. My, my training has gotten better. I've gotten the chance to uh, take way better care of myself health-wise due to the fact that I had more time to concentrate on my, on my health. Because I, uh, like I said, there's this thing that kept me going, was pushing myself constantly. 
not having to do so made me realize that I need to slow down on certain aspects of things. And I did. And that's great. And I saw like, I we're friends on Facebook and stuff like yeah. that. You posted some amazing pictures of your beautiful girlfriend, wife, and your, your, oh, yeah. they were amazing. The one picture of you uh, kissing him and you at the caption was who's the mature one in this picture. It's him. Yeah. It's him. Yeah. He's a mature oh, yeah. one. <laughs> most, most definitely. He, uh, I am so blessed. In all honesty, I'm so blessed. I couldn't ask for anything more, like anything truer, more legitimate, more fulfilling, and more uh, stabilizing in life than my family. Um, I mean, every most guys will tell you that. I, I think if they're well, if they're intelligent and honest, I've passed the point where. You know, futile things and second-degree things matter. Like, there is nothing stronger bond-wise as family. And uh, that kid keeps me alive every day, so does my wife. She's, I'm truly blessed and I'm truly privileged to have found that stability, that level of stability, that level of love, that level of care, that level of affection that I get every day. Even though sometimes when I'm trying to sleep and the kid just wakes me up with like slaps in the face, uh, like he did today, and but you can't get mad at him. He just wants to play with you. He just wants to have fun. And I, he's they're the best, really. I, I can't use any other words but that they are the absolute best thing that I've ever had in my life. Hundred percent agree with you. My daughter does the same thing. This morning she comes up and I love I, my ten-year-old. She's a little bit more mature. She wakes up. She just says good morning. But yeah. my four-year-old, she climbs into bed. She lays on my stomach. She puts her face right up close to me, and then she goes, "Dad," right between the eyes. And I go, "Oh!" Every morning, like clockwork. That's what she does, and I'm okay with it because I just know she's gonna wake it up one day. Though my my fifth sense is gonna take over, and I'm gonna be sleeping. All of a sudden, I'm just gonna be like, "What?" And I'm gonna stop her cold, and she's gonna be like, "Oh!" I'm like, yeah. She's, you, you should do that before she turns like 18 or 20 because it gets heavy in your face to wake up. Yeah. Um, he 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 just he he does it he doesn't do it every day when he does it is because he just wants to you know he wants company and he wants to play. So what am I gonna do? Like ah oh, come on I need to sleep and I I slept long enough like 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 I told you I just I woke up so late and um, no this is the best like I'd rather have this every day than a goddamn phone alarm that goes maybe with a, a stupid ass boring generic song. There's nothing more joyful than to see a smile with his missing teeth that looks at you straight in the face. You're like, wake up, Mike! <laughs> He's the best. So while you've been off, I'm assuming you guys have definitely bonded. You've got to speak some of his interests. What yeah. TV shows have you watched with the little man? I'm interested. I want to know, have you been sitting down to Paw Patrol, PJ Masks? What have you been watching? Um, honestly, right now, you really hooked on uh, uh, Bob... Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. Nice. And for what it's worth, I I kind of like the show. I think it's fun to watch because the level of humor in there is not as childish as some of the shows. I mean, you can find funny moments even for adults. He he had his phase of the Paw Patrol, and I had to get into a fight with him because I couldn't bear that show. <laughs> I I couldn't bear that show. That is. Sorry for the language, but the worst fucking shit I've ever watched. I, I, I'm, I'm older 
the, the shows I had, you wouldn't know about when I was a kid, because they were French, there was some educational like content. Paw Patrol is just a bunch of stupid ass fucking dogs that just, it's the same goddamn show every, every show. Uh, we have a problem. Let's call the little doggies and fix it. Fuck off. I mean, I mean, just no. Uh, sorry, sorry for all no, no, it's Paw okay. Patrol fans out there. Um, you know, if you're if you're a Paw Patrol fan and you're watching this, well, you shouldn't be watching this. So fuck you. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? My um, my kid, um, she flip flops. But recently, right now, we've been hooked on Mulan. The live action Mulan. We bought it on Disney Plus, so we've been streaming it like every day. And I gotta say, if you're a fan of like, you know, Chinese mythology, the samurai stuff, you'll dig it, man. And I think your little guy would dig it too. What's the name of it? You said Mulan. The live action Mulan. Uh, Mulan, Mulan. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Oh, it's amazing. I loved it. I loved it. Okay. And I'm a big fan of the cartoon. And this was a yeah. great live action adaptation. It's completely different than the cartoon in a lot of ways. But the okay. fight sequences are top-notch. They're good? Really, really good. Okay. Really good. I'll check it out. I'll, I'll give it a watch for sure. For sure. Absolutely. And speaking of fight sequences, I was going through, because not a lot of movies have been coming out lately, yeah, I was yeah, going yeah. through my DVD collection and my Blu-ray collection. And lo okay. and behold, I had forgotten about you in a certain one of my favorite movies. What? Which one is that? Brick Houses, man. Paul Walker. Brick, Brick Mansions? Yeah, yeah, Mansion, bro. That's a yeah. great, I mean, it's an adaptation of District 13, which is a French yeah. action film, great film. I love part one and part two. But Brick Houses was, you know, a, a Brick Mansion story was a completely solid effort. And it was a great, oh, yeah, it you was, know, it, it was, if you ask me, it's not as good as the originals. No, no. It's, it's not as good as the originals, given that David Bell, the parkour guy, has aged. And it was really Americanized. I love European action movies. They have a different spirit. It's, I think they're more mature, less, less stereotyped. But, and the action is some, when guys really go at it, it's really more intense and less generic than some of the American movies. But Duenberg Mansions was awesome. I mean, Paul Walker was honestly probably one of the nicest human beings I've ever met. It's just a genuine, nice, friendly, and sincere guy. I mean, the first ever time we met was on set, and he just comes up to me with this, you know, million-dollar smile that he has, and he goes, hey, man. I'm like, hey, Paul, how you doing? He goes, you must be T-Rex, which was obviously my character's name. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How would you figure that out? Well, they told me T-Rex was like this big, really ugly motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like, they what? Yeah, yeah, so you suit the part. I'm like, well fuck you, Paul Walker. <laughs> yeah, have a good day, man. And he left. That's the very first conversation we had. Just to tell you how like humble of a guy he is. We had so much fun on set. He was a very bad I'm not gonna tell you he was a friend of mine, but he's just this great he was just a great human being. For sure. I, I did. I, I thought, you know, I was afraid, given that you're from Ontario, that you were going to tell me that you saw um, Bounty Hunters with Trish Stratus. That I did. I've and, seen uh, it. I've, I've seen, seen it. It's, it's not you, my first. You have seen it? I have uh, seen it. Damn it. I have. That is, at, Trish is a sweetheart. She's over talented in everything that she does. 
But that movie was a pile of shit. It was. <laughs> God, it was brutal. <laughs> and I mean, I, I watched my scene. I was kind of satisfied with it. And I tried to watch the end of the movie and I couldn't. It, it was painful. I, I, I'm like, no way, I'm, I'm really in that. And I'm like, I'm gonna you know, fast forward a few scenes. And it winded up being me fast forwarding the entire fucking thing. It was such a shit sandwich, I can believe it. Oh my God. But then again, nothing against Trish or the, the director. The director was sweet. I think it was a lack of, maybe a lack of budget, maybe the, 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 the script itself. But I'll, I'll, I'll say it again. The director was a phenomenal guy. I've seen him again in another production that I worked on maybe a year ago. And I hadn't seen it since then. And we just, it's like we'd seen each other like every day since then. He's just great, great, great human being. I'm blessed in that way. I get, I'm really lucky that most of the things that I've done on a professional side, I've had the chance and luck to, uh, to, to meet with great people in businesses, given being heart and movies and wrestling, where most people are not nice. I've really, 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 really been lucky. And I, myself as well, especially for myself, try to be that one guy that changes like the equation as far as assholes and nice peoples are. I really want to make sure that everybody that meets me, well, pretty much everybody, uh, changes their impressions about are an artist can be perceived or like a wrestler or an actor. I try to be generous with everyone and nice with everyone. Not because, not um, from a point of view because I want people to say, oh, he's so nice. Because I think it's just, it, it should be the case with everyone. A lot of people are like, don't realize that. I think we've mentioned in the previous interview that if it's not for the people that you work for and wrestle for or do movies for, or while you're sitting at home and you don't do shit. I find it so important to have respect and consideration for the, the people that buy your product, spend their hard-earned money on what you do as an artist, as a performer. Some wrestlers that just want to be looked upon as great wrestlers within the industry, I find that extremely selfish. It's my point of view. I'm not saying that I'm wrong. I'm right and they're wrong. No, not at all. But from my point of view, you do not perform to be looked upon as a great talent by your peers, but by the people that spend money to watch you. And I think well, that's one of my primary focuses. What I, whatever activity or professional aspect of my life, I am. In, Implicated in 100%. And I, I think you, you do. You live by that code. And like I said, I've interviewed a lot of people, but you by far are one of my favorites because every time we speak, and it's, it's been a oh, no. oh shucks, shucks. <laughs> no, but every time we speak, it's genuine, honest, and real conversation. And a lot of my interviews are that way. But I find with you, you really, you really open up to me, and I appreciate the honesty. And I, I respect you for it. I do. And it's, it's not easy. But one thing that I've noticed that it has been cool with you about COVID, much like you said, you're still doing all your stuff, is um, that fantastic clothing line that you're affiliated with. Let's talk about yeah. that. 
That's amazing. I love it. I want one so bad. You got to hook me up, bro. You got to hook up your boy. I will. I will. I'll check it out. I'll send you some stuff. Um, it's that. I got that connection with that guy a couple of years ago. We, I, I worked the show. It was a bodybuilding and fitness convention with, where some wrestling was added to the program, of course. And there was a bunch of, a bunch of different booths where uh, they were selling merchandising, a lot of supplements and whatnot and stuff of that nature. Um, and this guy had this small booth. I struck a conversation with him just as I was uh, waiting for my master start. He was a very friendly guy. And um, you, but we, nothing really panned out of it. And I kind of forgot about it. And a couple of years later, um, give or take maybe a little more than a year ago, he gets in, in touch with me through a common friend that I did a movie with, uh, who's a friend with, they're both like from France. So they have this connection from France. And um, I shot this short film with Jordan, a really good friend of mine. And uh, Michael, it's a, it's a French way of saying Michael. Michael just um, then got in touch with Jordan and says, can, can you get me in touch with Mark? And he did, and then we looked back on how we met and whatnot, and he just, well, like, I'd love to represent your product. And it's, I'm really honestly not doing this for the money. I just love his shit. And Mikhail has become, has become one of my best friends. I, when I have people in my life, especially if I'm gonna represent you and what you do, I gotta have a legitimate human connection with you. And I do. He's one of my best. We speak every day. Not even, not only about the clothing. We, we speak about everything. He's just become a very true friend. And I really believe and I really like his product. It's there's so much training gear and training like paraphernalia that looks just overwhelming and too flashy. His is really basic yet flashes by its simplicity. I find. And it's really high quality clothing. We worked together on, a, on an FTM t-shirt. I, I don't know if you've seen a picture of that. I did. It's like, it's really like the coolest shirt I think I've, that was ever, I, I'm, I'm not really merch oriented. And I think, I guess it should be, because in a way, I guess I'll make more money and it would probably also, most importantly, make people happy to be able to, for me to provide them with merch. But um, so, so this shirt, just we made the stupid thing that we made in COVID because like, it already sold out and there hasn't even been any shows. So we'll most likely do another like product, another uh, a bunch of them. So when do shows do start, if they do start again, I'll be able to have to, to, to sell this. To, 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 for, well, not to sell this. It just it sounds so selfish. People will be able to get the shirt if they like it. It's it's not selfish at all, man. Like I said, during this time period, you guys don't have the fluidity to be working in the ring every couple of days, every couple of weekends. You don't have that right now. So I have I have been understanding that from everyone I've interviewed and all the connections I've made, all the friends I've made in the business, and anybody that I, I feel needs to help her that I want to throw up, I do. All these autographs came that you see behind me. They came during COVID. I sent guys wow. messages, hey, you know, send me a, send me an autograph, send me a T-shirt. Here's the money, and I don't have a problem doing that because. I know you guys need it. And I'm steadily working. I'm my full-time job blessed enough that it's, it worked through the entire COVID. I was an essential worker, truck dispatcher yeah. for a food company. 
And I was blessed enough to have that. So if I could spare 20 bucks or 10 bucks, I would. And I urge, and I urge all my listeners to do the same. Hit up all these people on Instagram. They're fantastic. They will get back to you. Spare the 20 bucks, spare the 25 bucks, because it helps them more than I think you would realize. Yeah. But I, you know, the way I look at it, I, I totally understand your point of view, and I really appreciate you looking at things from, from that angle. Um, but I don't think people that come to wrestling shows already do help. They, they do. They help us in creating an opportunity for us to live our passion and to entertain them. Uh, I know I'm going to get heat from a lot of people for that, but I, I don't give a fuck. I don't want to be a, a merger bitch. You go to indie shows and it's like people almost force fans to go, hey, one shirt, one shirt, one shirt. You know what? You're already getting paid to work. If people want a shirt, they will come and see you. You want to be able to sell, you want to sell more shirts? Work your ass off. Get a connection with the crowd. And that, after that, they'll come and get you some merch. They'll come and get some of your merch because I, I hate, it's like I'm, when I shop, which I very rarely do because I hate it, and you walk into a store and go, like, hey, can I help you? Uh, what are you looking for? And they're like, peace, fuck off. I mean, I, I, I just hate being pressured into buying stuff. And I feel a lot of indie workers do that because they want the extra money. I go to a show knowing I'm going to have a certain amount of money made through my paycheck, a paycheck that I am grateful to receive because, only because some fans have come to the show and paid their hard-earned money already to watch me perform. So after this, the extra money I make is just a bonus. It's not something I base my budget on. But I think a lot of workers do. They're like, they don't even think about their paychecks. All they think about is their merch. Down people's throat, man. That Sorry if that was a little rude. But um, nonetheless, I will. Can you, can you I will say that last I'll part send again? You a break and I'll send you a T-shirt. Yeah. Say again? No, can you say that last part again? Because they kind of got, it froze a little bit. So you were saying about people I, I'll, they I'll make sure to send you a shirt and a, oh. uh, an autograph as well, but I want you to pay for it. You're a friend. Oh, I appreciate that, brother. I do. I, we'll, we'll, I'll exchange my address with you after the show. I appreciate it and I love you for that. So when this episode drops, it's going to drop in um, just around Thanksgiving. And okay. it's been a crazy year. It's been a year that um, we really- Who's right next to you? Hello, girl. Oh, that's my little one. Come here. Say hi. Say hi. Say hi to everybody. Say hi. Hi. Uh, hello. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. I already have breakfast. You're fine. <laughs> She's uh, she brought down some ice cream for me, so I'm going to open it up. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, what a sweetheart. Yeah. It's for me. It's for you. Yes, I'm sorry. It's for you. Okay. <laughs> it's not for me. Okay, there you go. Okay? Okay. <laughs> so... It's going to be coming around Thanksgiving. That was my daughter, everybody. Sorry for the interruption. Back to hey, you. Hello for the daughter. You people better say hello. Okay. Um, it's going to be dropping at Thanksgiving, and this has been a crazy year. It's been a year that there's not been a whole lot to be thankful for. But yeah. as you stare across your family as we cook that amazing meal and we sit down and we toast to whatever friends we're allowed to have around, whatever restrictions yeah. are open, what would you, not Frankie the Beast King, but you yourself, what would you, Mark, be thankful for? 
Wow. Like I said earlier, family. Uh, my family is the most important thing. My mother, that's family again. My mother, my mother and my, my remaining brother are, that's basic. And the fact that I'm able to have a healthy, stable, generous and fulfilling relationship with everybody that stayed by me, everybody that has believed in me, that means the world. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for everybody around me uh, because they help me go, they help me keep going. People that believe in me, that put their, that provide me with affection, care, and give me some of their energy when there's not that much energy to be had because we're so locked up and closed on. Every bit of energy I'm being provided with to my friends and family, that's what I'm thankful for. I don't need much. I just need to be happy in order for me to be happy. I need people around me to be. So if people around me are happy, I'm thankful for that because I'm happy too. That's wonderful. That's absolutely wonderful. And that's, and that's, and that's honest and real and that's all you can expect. And since we're talking about Thanksgiving, there's a debate in the world of, of culinary people that I think you can help me settle. Go ahead. Mashed potato or mashed sweet potato. It's all about taste. <laughs> uh, I say mashed sweet potatoes. I think they're like, taste-wise, mashed sweet mashed potatoes are the best. But my, my wife has a sweet recipe for mashed regular potatoes. I don't know how she does them. I don't want to know. I just eat like tons of it. So I, you know, it all also depends on someone's diet. If you're really strict and severe about it, you might want to go over the sweet potatoes because they're better carbs. But who gives a fuck? If you want to eat potatoes, eat fucking potatoes. I mean, uh, but as far as I go, I love mashed, sweet mashed potatoes, but my wife's mashed potatoes are the best in the goddamn world, so I'm going to have to go with that. That's a good answer. I also prefer the, um, my wife does a great mashed potato recipe, but my mom, my mom does a mixture of the sweet potato and the potato. She mixes okay, them okay. together and it's, whew, it's amazing. It's like a little bit. She makes them save me some. I, I will. I will. I 150% will. And also since we're talking about Thanksgiving, are you a white meat guy or are you a dark meat guy? White meat. Okay. Like a motherfucker. I mean, well, I'll eat the entire, like, turkey, but uh, if, if you let me choose, I'll definitely go with a white meat. I, depending, like, I, if there's no gravy, I might go for for dark meat because, like, white meat dries out more, but with well, great gravy and great mashed potatoes, definitely white. Absolutely. I could not agree more. You and I are on the same wavelength when it comes to Absolutely. We yeah, yeah, we connect. We connect food-wise and a bunch of shit-wise. <laughs> and also, I know your birthday was last weekend. I did text you. But, you know, again, yeah. happy birthday and belated birthday Thank from you. all the Straight Talk faithful. Because you earned it. You earned it. You, you look fantastic. You look healthy. And those pictures of your family, beautiful. And they represent yeah. who you are inside and out. You're a beautiful, yeah. beautiful human being. Yeah, and, you know, there's this stupid part of me that wanted to – for social media for the longest time to keep that 
I don't want to overexpose myself personally on social media because given that I have like some some followers that I don't really know besides from wrestling. But you know what? I, then I realized like, it's not like I'm exposing my family to anything dangerous and whatnot. Or if someone is foolish enough to try to, you know, harass my family, well, I'll, I'll go take it on their ass. I'll find them and I'll kill them. <laughs> uh, so I, I decided to let loose of suspicion that I thought I was imposing myself. And if I can provide something in that to gun for and look for, then that's even better than just going like, hey, look at me, I'm, I'm wrestling around. I'm, I'm the basic, most basic aspect of what helps me being a great entertainer is the fact that I have self-balance and self self-control and that's provided to me through my family so um, i think people should see it absolutely absolutely it's great to see the transition of of mark become frankie and then what yeah. when frankie gets turned off it goes back to mark and what mark has waiting at home what mark yeah. has waiting at home is is just love and unconditional you know and i tell you right now one day that little dude he's gonna get bigger Oh, he's gonna he's, he's gonna, gonna take down Frankie the Beast. He's gonna take down Frankie the Beast King. I know he's gonna have to kick my ass. He already does. I fool around. I, I like I, I kind of play around with him. He, he he has a mean lock up. Uh, he he can lock up with the best of them, and and his his word punches are devastating <laughs> in the way that well they're not really word punches. He just punches the hell out of my face sometimes. <laughs> but they, they look good, though, right? I mean, I don't mind working with someone that's stiff as long as it looks good. So my, my son is a stiff-ass beast. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. You heard it here first, guys. If Frankie the Beast King's son follows in his footsteps, the lineage is strong. So be prepared. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, people <laughs> are going to get their asses kicked. All right, and, and for anybody who's stupid enough to not be following you so they can check out all this amazing clothing that you're working with and all this great stuff that you're doing and see who you are in and out of the ring, where can they yes. find you on the wonderful world of social media? Um, my Facebook is pretty, like, filled up, but I'm on Instagram under my, uh, my real name, uh, which is a mouthful for English people, Marc-André Boulanger, Marc... Andre, like the guy from, uh, what's that what's that band again? Uh, whatever, Andre. Anybody, any, a common English person will know how to spell Andre. Marc, uh, Andre, Boulanger is kind of harder. What it is, it's, it's the exact translation for Baker in French. So my name in English would be Mark Andrew Baker, which sounds kind of okay. It does. But um, it's Marc-André Boulanger. If I say it fast like that, nobody's going to pick it up. My last name is B-O-U-L-A-N-G-E-R. Boulanger. Um, you know, look it up. Uh, <laughs> I'm on Twitter, and uh, I'm on Twitter. I've gotten a little more into the Twitter game recently. 
I've never been a strong Twitter user or a constant one, but um, hey, when Cody Road was uh, doing the, the, the TNT Championship gimmicks where he was having, I decided to get on this case and, you know, get a little bit of exposure and uh, challenge him and whatnot. Obviously, nothing panned out of it, but I got like a whole thousand more followers because of it. A lot of people that never heard of me just saw pictures and were like, who the fuck is that? If you, if you don't know me, and I like some people posted videos and whatnot. And uh, so my Twitter account is the Beast King FTM. That's an easy one to follow. And uh, I'm trying to be more regularly on it. And uh, but that's going to be kept with strictly business oriented, like media outlet because um, this is like Instagram, you'll see Mark for who he is, but the, 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 the Twitter account is all it's all beast game, it's all Frankie, it's all Frankie, and that's okay. I like yeah. both sides, I like both sides. I Good. love Frankie and I love Mark, they're both great human beings. And especially Thank when you. Frankie steals my water, though, at a show at Crossbody two years ago, still didn't pay me back for the water. But that's okay. I'm over it, Frankie. I'm over it. Did I spilled your water? No. You were fighting next to me, and Holden Albright stole my water and spit it. So I think both of you should have split the bottle, in my opinion. Uh, I'll send you a check. <laughs> that's okay. No I'm over it. I'm over it. All right, brother. As always, it was a pleasure talking to you. I'm going to text you my address. You get Same me that here, autograph when you have the time. And Frankie, uh, it'll be on your way. It'll be on its way uh, as of today. Perfect. And as always, you know, you're always welcome back on Straight Talk. Anytime you want to chat, you hit me up, brother. We're going to do it all over again. We'll do. We'll do, brother. Love you, man. All right, brother. All right, guys, that's it for this one. I am your host, George McKay. Don't forget to follow the socials. Tune in next week. And like I said, this episode is going to drop Thanksgiving. So from myself, happy Thanksgiving. And from Frankie the Beast King. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> All right. Happy Peace Thanksgiving. Out, there you go. Thank okay, you. Thank easy, you, Mark. Thank you. Peace out, guys. Bye-bye. Later, brother. Today's episode was brought to you by our official sponsor, Ray Bernardo of Road Sport Chrysler. This man has been in the auto business for 25 years. Everyone that has gone to see him has saved money on every single car deal that he's made. But more than ever now, in these uncertain times, he's doing more than that. If you've got lease and financing options that are too high, give him a call. If you've got auto repairs that you just can't afford, give him a call. Ray's reaching out to give back, and he's doing that because of 25 years of experience. So be sure to give Ray and his team a call, 888-656-3013. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. Road Sport, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Don't overpay. Buy from Ray. Now the official sponsor of Straight Talk Wrestling. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for another episode on Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Also follow us on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. And for all our merchandise, you can search us on ProWrestlingTees.com. Straight Talk Wrestling.